Well, some people come on to, they want to monetize it the way they want to, because with Roku, you can have those uh, paywalls. If someone pay a monthly subscription, they want to have control where they want to monetize it with um, advertisement or sponsors. They can do it that way. And of course, you're going to reach other demographic of people who normally just does, not going to find you online. They want to watch content on their big screen TVs. That's what we have them for. They're smarter, they're sleeker, and they use it in that fashion. At the same time, credibility, because like anything else, you can say, well, I have an ebook. That's pretty cool. But compared to having an actual physical book, you're in another light when it comes to presenting yourself in a way of getting the word out about your credibility. So control, monetizing it, exposure, it depends on what they want to do with it. But there's a lot of ways you can actually use uh, Roku to scale your business. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is gonna contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody. Chuck Anderson here, and welcome back. This is the Creative Collaboration Show, and this is the show where we want to inspire entrepreneurs and business owners to look for ideas and creative ideas at that to collaborate and partner with others. And it's our belief that when you do that, your business will grow much, much faster than if you continue to do everything by yourself. And as entrepreneurs, we kind of have this disease sometimes, and that is that we do so much ourselves and uh, we have these great ideas. But when we can collaborate and partner with others, our businesses grow so much faster. And that's why I'm really excited about today's guest because, you know, look, uh, as business owners, we want to get our message out there in a big, big way. Have you ever thought about what it would take to broadcast your message to millions of viewers? through television. Well, our guest today is going to talk to us about how we can do that. Uh, some have even referred to her as the Roku queen. And uh, I'm so honored to have CF Jackson here with me today. CF, welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Well, thank you so much for having me today, Chuck. I'm excited about sharing and seeing how we can 
um, partake some new information and open some eyes and some minds at, at the same time, inspire some new people on a new path of uh, opportunity. You know, and this is a fascinating topic, this whole idea of Roku and also uh, broadcasting the message out through television. And uh, for some, that just seems like uh, an impossibility. Yet this is what you help people to do. So uh, I would love to hear a little bit more of that. Why do they call you the Roku Queen? Like, what is, what is that all about? <laughs> well, I would say that because, you know, one, I'm a female in this space that is something unique in a way in terms of never thinking about people can be on television and utilizing a platform like Roku. And so am I walk around here, I'm in Atlanta, I become known as the Roku Queen because I've been doing it since 2013. And it's something that I've been helping people along the path of especially business owners and small business um, entrepreneurs recognizing that media is where we are and video is where we are. And like you were saying, it seems so unattainable to be on television. And this is a path to doing it, utilizing Roku. So I guess Roku Queen has come a little staple of myself here in Atlanta. Uh, amazing. Well, uh, so how did what what's uh, what's your journey? What's your story? How does how did becoming involved in Roku and television? How did that come to be? What what's been that journey? Um, pretty much my journey. I, I grew up in Florida originally, and I'm an only child, single parent household. So my escapism has always been TV. I enjoy TV. Um, like in the day, I'm older than I look, but the weekends were Friday nights, the weekends where you look forward to television, you just had those shows, and I just dreamt about these things. But fast forward, I got into the entrepreneur world in 2004 as an, as an author. I wrote my novel. Again, that was my escapism. I wasn't a reader. I love movies, but I wrote the, the book like a movie, and a friend said that'd be a great book. So I wrote it, and I started my path of entrepreneurship, created my own publishing company, and I enjoyed it, but as an entrepreneur, as you know, it's about getting the word out, getting out there and getting the message out. So here in Atlanta, radio, um, speaking, had the opportunity to be on TV, but not in terms of the way of marketing and being there consistently because it's a, it's a cost to that. And so in 2013, fast forward, um, someone mentioned streaming TV to me before. I never heard of it before. Came home and Googled it. And I'm like, well, I never heard of Roku, but I've heard of Sony. I mean, Sony is a household international brand. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. So I bought a Sony. I was complacent, Chuck. I'm like, okay, I got this cable and I got this cool little device. I can do a network, watch videos from my computer. I mean, I was fancy with it. My friend came back six months later. Yo, Roku, like, Roku. I never heard this Roku that you can get on TV with it. I'm like, wow. So I'm like, how can I get on the Sony though? I never heard of Roku. Couldn't find it. Bought a Roku and my mind was blown away. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, how can I help others? Because I know for me, TV is where I want to be. I know it's more exposure, more credibility and all those other things. And it's pondered about it. And really the whole world about I Define TV is more than just a name of my company. If you say to yourself, I Define TV, yes, you do define TV. Now we all define TV utilizing a platform like Roku. So it's really a place for those who are dreamers, those who are visionaries and those who are doers. And it's what the whole world I Define TV came to practice because of Someone told me about it. I didn't ask how. I just did it and moved forward from there in 2013. Started out with a few hundred YouTube subscribers. And then in a few months, I had like 3,000 subscribers on Roku and been growing every since. Mm -hmm. So amazing story. And now you work, is it primarily business owners or or, or what's, the, what's the typical uh, type of person that you're working with to help them get onto streaming TV? 
Well, initially be transparent. When I initially started I Define TV, I initially started with those who I knew were kind of like the low-hanging fruit who already had content and had an idea of wanting exposure, which was music artists. My mom's an independent mu- music artist, so I understood that their, their plight. So I started with them, and there was a couple from Sweden, matter of fact, and I, it grew from there. Um, so I have a little bit of everything. I haven't focused on the creative side, but I do have independent filmmakers and those who create content creatively. But then mostly I focus on by myself, the small business owner, those who may be health and wellness, a business coach, authors that are pertaining to wanting to give a, a message or information that's going to inform and create um, a following for them utilizing this platform. So everything I put on iDefine TV is informative, it's PG-13 and below, because I want it to be quality content that can serve a mass of people no matter where they are. Great. So um, what would be the typical reason why someone would want to be on streaming TV? Uh, how does this how does this fit into everything else that they're doing to get out their message and spread the word about their business and all of that? So so what's the opportunity? It depends. I know some people I like to get on for control or ownership. For example, I help someone create their own channel, manage it for them. They want to control because they didn't want to be on YouTube. They didn't want to have someone come on YouTube. You no, know, you can't download YouTube content, but you can strip it in forms in some ways you can. So they want to control ownership of it. They didn't want somebody taking their content and doing with it what they wanted to. So that's there was control. Um, some people come on to, they want to monetize it the way they want to, because with Roku, you can have those uh, paywalls. If someone pay a monthly subscription, they want to have control where they want to monetize it with um, advertisement or sponsors. They can do it that way. And of course, you're going to reach other demographic of people who normally just does, are going to find you online. They want to watch content on their big screen TVs. That's what we have them for. They're smarter, they're sleeker, and they use it in that fashion. At the same time, credibility, because like anything else, you can say, well, I have an ebook. That's pretty cool. But compared to having an actual physical book, you're in another light when it comes to presenting yourself in a way of getting the word out about your credibility. So control, monetizing it, exposure, it depends on what they want to do with it. But there's a lot of ways you can actually use uh, Roku to scale your business. Amazing. So I love that idea of creating premium content behind a paywall. And if you, if I think about some of the membership programs that we have on online or online courses, I yeah. uh, never really thought that streaming TV could be another potential channel for that. But it seems like uh, that's something you could do. Yeah, most definitely. You can have it done in terms of just have a, a channel per se, just all that. You can have one off pieces of content. You can have them stream a little bit of the content and it stops and then you have to pay to see the rest of it. So if you imagine anything like a Netflix, let's dream it. You can really, well, I don't create it. My my um, my developer does it, but we can create anything you think of. Your version of a Netflix, you can do all that and then some. So it's amazing what you can do with it. And at the same time too, you can also market and advertise. And like anything else, you can do geo-targeting marketing with Roku. You can do it by an area code, um, I'm sorry, zip code, you can do by city or region, do it in the United States, Canada, um, Brazil, Mexico. So you can do a whole lot, which you kind of do it online. You can do it right there on uh, Roku as well. Well, that sounds very uh, interesting. And, you know, some businesses are very local or geo-targeted. So, uh, so are you saying like, so someone could, let's say they're they're local there in Atlanta. So you can have content that's only for Atlanta or, or like how granular does that get? And, you know, how, how does that work? 
Let's say, for example, with Roku, I'll say, if you want to target someone in a certain um, zip code, you can create content, do ad, and they will only target those people in that zip code. So you, they'll see your creative. Um, the creative may say, we watch more, learn more, and only those will be in that queue constantly showing your creative. And when they click on it, unlike traditional commercials or ads, it can go straight to a full-fledged video. And that's it. You're only going to be charged for that click to go to that piece of content. So there they are inviting them to your world of whatever expertise you have to offer. And voila, it's going to be a five-minute video, it can be a 15-minute video, whatever it may be. But you pull them into your spectrum, into your circle of here I am, and there you are. It's not a and then again, it gives us opportunity, not paying a hefty dollar to have a 30 minute, a 30 second or 15 second ad on TV that can cost you a whole lot as an entrepreneur. We don't have that dollar. But we can afford something like Roku, where it starts as little as a couple hundred dollars, like you know, seven hundred dollars, and then you are off to off to the races, reaching a large demographic of people on TV. That's amazing. I think that's what it blows my mind. <laughs> so, so they don't have to have a large budget to be able to do it. It sounds like, and yeah. you know, I talk to so many business owners and entrepreneurs all the time. I mean, it's one thing when you're working with a big business who has a set advertising budget. Uh, when you're talking to small business owners, it's like advertising budget. What's that? It's like, let me check my bank account. Let's see what yeah. I've got. And, and so so it's cool that this is something that you could do even on a small budget. And I think that's really important to say because so many people will discount. It's like the perception of television is that it's so big and unattainable. Uh, and advertising, like I mean, automatically people think about Super Bowl commercials, right? <laughs> in the yeah. gazillions of dollars uh, to participate in, but we're really talking about something that's accessible yeah. to the average business owner. Yeah, and it's thing that blew my mind when I started learning more and digging more into it. That, and that's my goal is to help five thousand entrepreneurs out there, out, you know, initially to show them that we no longer have to wait on the ABC or CBS or any major network, no matter where you are. You currently have what you need to create quality videos. We have our webcams. We have our smartphones, digital camcorders. This is getting comfortable and getting in front of the camera and getting your message out there and then where you want to put it. And it doesn't always have to be online. If you ever desire to be on television, now is the time to do it. Um, here in the States, it's constantly growing. People are constantly watching. The average American is spending somewhere between four to five hours a day in front of television. And they cut in the cords because they have these platforms like Roku. They don't want to do cable. Now they want to watch it the way they want to watch it, pause it, come back. It's a, it's really a place for us as entrepreneurs to really leverage with why we can. And it's still growing, but it's, it makes it me because it's big, but yet it's still small because people still do stay, still see the traditional television that it's not attainable. But once I tell it to them, their mind is blown, Chuck. I mean, they start thinking. I can see the smoke start coming from behind their ears. Like, how does this work? I said, just keep it simple. I can get you there, but it's really something you can do really affordable. I know for sure we're creating some of that curiosity in our audience right now. And, you know, we're, we're, we're shattering some perceptions here and that television is this thing that's far out there. Yes. I mean, a lot of us are working within YouTube, but what you are saying is that, look, you know, this isn't a, a high cost thing and you have so much more control over your content in Roku versus YouTube, which is amazing, uh, because with YouTube, you really have to play by the rules of their platform uh, and and that. So uh, so my question is uh, with regards to content. So if we're already thinking, OK, uh, OK, I can do this TV thing. Roku's accessible. But what kind of content like 
my con, you know, what, what, what do I need to do? Because I, and I work with a lot of podcasters who do interviews just like this on zoom. So are we, can we publish content like this or is there some sort of production or something that needs to be done to make this work? No, like I stated, all you need is something in webcam, Zoom. Um, you have your smartphone, make sure it's widescreen, but you want to present yourself in a favorable manner. Um, everything else, like anything else, you want to have ownership to anything that you put out there, music rights, uh, video loops or anything like that. And you want to present the best package deal you can put together. So if you're interviewing like this, I do the same thing. Get somebody, I can, we can help you with that. Edit it up to make it look spiffy and snazzy by breaking it up and having your name at the bottom with some color scheme to it, your logo. And that's it. And I tell people that's the simplicity of now, unfortunately, with, with COVID, I think people are now more savvy with Zoom. And so now that people are aware of it, they have it more readily available and on their computers and on their smartphones. You can do it just that simplistically. Or if you're at home, you have a digital camcorder, you can set it somewhere in your home or home office, get the lighting right, sound right, record, and there you are, upload it. Because now everything is HD. Not too much things are standard centerized anymore. We're all HD now, and that's it. No dogs barking in the background, no kids running through, trying to run from the dog. You're good to go, you know? <laughs> Although some of that's entertaining when it happens. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we could do the outtake show as well. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a few of those where we've had some interesting ones in the middle of Zoom interviews uh, like this. So... Uh, yeah, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that uh, television or video, uh, it has that entertaining component to it. I mean, a lot of us are using it in the podcast world as these interviews right now. Um, all right. So so I love that, this, you know, the content can really be anything. And so many business owners now do embrace content creation now. Video is so accessible. Like you said, we all have a webcam. We have Zoom. Uh, and so much content can be created very easily uh, using these platforms. So, so uh, hopefully this is appealing uh, to our business owners going, hmm, I should try this out. So if someone's going, okay, I never realized this was an opportunity before, and now they're realizing that it is, you know, what are the steps? What, what would you say their next steps are if they want to uh, look towards uh, using this platform for their content distribution uh, what what would be the first steps that they need to take? Like anything, I tell people all the time, you want to create something that's going to be consistent. It's not a one-hit wonder. I've had people come thinking that they hit create a video and it's going to knock them out the bar park or that they hate, I don't know, I'm not baseball, I'm not, I'm not good with baseball, but uh, hey, Aaron, you're going to hit at the ballpark and boom, you get a home run. What you going to do? How are you going to lay out the plan? What is your objective? What's the end goal? What you want it to be? Is it going to be branding? Is it going to be drawing them to you to, um, to get leads? So define what your purpose is and understand it won't be tomorrow or the next day and be consistent with it, right? And then next, you know, if you already have content, can you repurpose, repurpose the content you already have that's going to meet that objective? And within that content, make sure you have some call to action because anything else, you want to have them go somewhere to create some type of results for you. And after that, you're going to definitely say, okay, how I want to deliver this? Is it HD quality? Is it quality? And then how do I want to do it? Do I want to have it on someone else's channel and have a show on their channel? Or do I want my own channel? What is my, again, there is a budget with this time. How much do I want to expense out? And then how much do I want to expense out over time period? So it all depends on that. And definitely I can help along the way in terms of answering that with I Define TV. We offer a way of interviewing people 
go off away to if they have a show or podcast, they can build out of fine TV. And then those who are a little bit bigger, they want their own channel, their own network. We can develop and design that for them and help them monetize it and look at ways of how they want to grow it. These are my benchmarks. This is my goal. And myself, I get calls all the time that we don't have ads in terms of from ad networks, but they come, they want to put ads on iDefined TV. Do you want at some point have ads and commercials on your on your on your channel if you decide to go that route? So you have to look at all those different things and, and work into it, but it's just not gonna work overnight. And then you want to advertise and promote it because it is you offline. I mean you're offline, but you still want to go online to bring them to you because it's still part of another you know, a component of getting the word out about what you have to offer and how can you do that. So it's not overwhelming, but just think of it where it's no different than what you do with YouTube, but she's going to put it on a, on a way of putting it on television. So I want people to keep it simple. I'm doing YouTube, but I'm putting it on television, but I'm going to draw people from there to take it to Roku. So in a nutshell, keep it simple. I get kind of long there. I don't want to scare you, but uh, it's, it could be fun. Yeah, well, you know, and it's a great summary of the steps. And I think what it really speaks to me of is I kind of think of the two paths that people will take whenever they learn about something new. And uh, some things are easy, some things require a little bit more thought. And, um, you know, it's so common to go down path number one, where it's like, okay, this is a great idea. I'm going to start researching all of that. I'm going to start looking into all of it. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get something up on Roku. Uh, And that is certainly a path. And that's more what uh, us chronic do-it-yourselfers and uh, solopreneurs, I hate that word solopreneur, because it's really, it doesn't really, uh, it's not that empowering, to be quite honest. It suggests that we need to be doing everything ourselves. And it's something that I was for a very long time in my business. And I have learned that if I want to do something, and I want to do it quickly, because I'm all about doing it faster now and and not the slow way i did the slow way for a long time uh and uh and and again that being a chronic do-it-yourselfer i had to really train myself to learn that hey wait a minute by collaborating with others by partnering with others we can just we can go from here to here uh so much quicker and you've navigated all of this you you know all of that and it seems like you'd be a really great person to collaborate with and to partner with uh, on this whole Roku thing. And we're going to make sure that all your contact information is in the show and beneath this video and all of that. Um, but I think it's a great sort of segue into the theme of our show as well, which is partnership and collaboration. And so I would highly encourage people not to try to navigate this on your own, but to reach out to you. But I wanted to ask you as well, because, and I know you and I have talked before, so so I kind of know, I, I asked this kind of like half knowing the answer, but how is partnership and collaboration? How have you embraced that in your business journey and how has it contributed to the growth of your business? It helps a lot. And like you stated, that's one of the things that I, would, I wish I would have known earlier in the game of trying to collaborate with others because like you stated, somehow I don't know what it is. You just kind of get in that circle of I got to do this and I learn that. And by the time you can do all that, you're behind the spectrum of really moving forward. I have a buddy of mine. He's very successful and um so funny because he is so up here and been successful but then you start speaking behind the all the technical stuff he has no idea how to do anything because he takes he has everyone else does it he's the ideal guy he knows how to move the ball in terms of his outlining what his objectives are and what his goals are but he does not want to do it and know everything so in terms of collaborating i wish i had started that earlier but for me 
I remember getting into this part of the I Define TV. I was able to collaborate with AT&T and was able to get them to come on board, did a live workshop in here in Atlanta, partner with a studio here. And that way what helped me with that was that one, I got a partnership with AT&T, a major corporation that was nice, a good uh, sense of credibility for myself. The actual studio, the goal for them was to get people to come in to know about the studio. They didn't never know about the studio. It was a cost to go to the workshop. We, we split money on that. And at the end of the day, we were able to create a relationship and get people to move to the next phase in our partnering to do something else along the way. So for me, it was a win-win because we all won together and partnering. And I was able to learn more about what they offer. They learned more about what I offer. And now we have a partnership where I've gone out with eating lunch with them. We collaborate on things, referring people to their studios and vice versa. So Collaboration does a lot in terms of how you can get yourself more exposure and people recognizing who you are and definitely gives you a lot more exposure and reach out to major corporations. And it doesn't mean anything major, but they want to be the sponsor of the workshop. And so that gave people who attended, gave me a sense of they were AT&T, so they must be something special about them. So you just never know. Just take it step by step by step. And for me, I've always wanted sponsorship with major corporations. And I, it's the funniest thing. I would go through the whole process going online for them and always got no a lot of times, Chuck. And so this time I said, I want some partnership for my workshop. And I just went into the actual local AT&T store. I said, I'm doing a, a workshop and I want to collaborate. And the guy gave the person who to call and he said, yes. So you just got to continue to be, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> for years, Chuck, for years, I would write this whole beat up, I mean, this whole, this whole thing, this whole layout, this whole marketing scheme and always got told no. Just went into a store, told the guy, and he pointed me in the right direction, and voila, there I was. I said, man. Wow. So let, let hang on a second. So you walked into an AT&T store and just told the guy there, hey, I want to collaborate with you guys. And that connected the dots between who you eventually had to talk to to get it done, and it got done. Now, I just got to say, like, you know, I just know so many people that I've coached over the last 20 years and even, you know, some of my own plans where I'm like, OK, got to write a plan and a proposal and got to you know, do this thing. And and what you just said, so simple. I walked into the store and told the guy I wanted to collaborate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I tell people all the time, like, like Warren Buffett, I, I reach out to those services that I use. So they say, I say, I use you. So therefore, if you go and pull me up, I'm a customer of yours. So partner with me. I love you guys. I've been with you for a while. And they say, well, do you want to bundle? I don't want to bundle. I got your home. I got your cell phone. That's enough. I don't want to bundle. This could, and that was it. So if you think about all the different entities that you use and you're paying monthly fees for, reach out to them. They're going to say at some point, and I was in the right space at the right time. Had my internet providers at one point, they collaborated with me. They became a partner with me. I use you people. And I was on the phone. They were trying to, they upgraded me. He said, is there anything else you need, Miss Jackson? I said, yeah, I want to partner with you people. I've been using you for a long time. And he was, there was, we partner. Wow. Things I use on a regular basis. Who do I use all the time? I pay you monthly, pay me back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just ask, ask and you shall receive. That's yeah. that's how <laughs> that's how this one went. I love that. And uh, now, did, was it just an automatic, like, I'm just going to go do this? Or did you have to think about it, work up the courage to do it or whatever? Because you know how some people kind of, they build it up in their minds and then it becomes this big thing. So was it just, was it just a reaction or did you have to kind of build up to it a little bit before you went? I think it was, um, 
from all the previous years, I mean, literally like I say decades, when I first got into entrepreneurship, and I say beforehand, I would go on the website and fill out all this form, what's your, what's your demographics, what's your, who's your target audience? I mean, I would go through all that nonsense and just don't get any feedback. But this one, I was like, I, I guess I, at the same time, having that energy now, I said, I want it and I deserve to have a sponsor for this event. And I said, well, who do I like, who do I use? And I just said, and I went to the right store and I just walked in. And the guy said, yes. Or at the time they were trying to upgrade me on my on my internet service. I said, well, sure, I'm paying a lot more money now. Let me just ask. And it was just in that space of having the right person. So I didn't work myself up to it. It was just like, it came to me and responded on it. Sometimes you gotta, when things come, it is a message to go ahead and just do it instead of thinking about it. If you think of it too long, you may not move on it. And so that's what it was. I was like, okay, I wanted it. And I, and I reached out to a whole bunch of different companies. I really did, but I was, I expected somebody to say, yes, I really did. Like somebody will say yes to pay for this lunch. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I promised food for this event. And I'm going to get somebody to pay for it. <laughs> and AT&T did. And they came out and they participated as well. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Um, and, you know, you said something so key there that, you know, it, the opportunity was there and you acted upon it. Yeah. And if you don't act upon it, then, you know, sometimes we list, we miss out on those opportunities and there are opportunities today, especially when we have that, that thought is like, Oh, go do this. Or that voice that kind of speaks to you and says, go do this. And if you do it, oh. amazing results can happen. If you don't, you look back and go, geez, I wish I would have done that. Or you work up the courage to do it. But unfortunately that opportunity has passed because it was in the moment that it was relevant and you did that and it worked out well for you. And and I, I wanted to highlight that for our listeners because I just think that's a huge message. And it's something that I've learned uh, painfully in my business where I waited too long and that opportunity had gone. Uh, but in other times, acting on those ideas much, much faster and just amazed at how easy things be when, uh, when, you, when you do that. So it is amazing. So sometimes I look back like, did I really do that? You know, you, you just never, you just like sometimes, and then the best part, if you don't go, you, you things result, results will come easier if you don't sweat on it. When you really sweat upon things, it's really more challenging. You may lightly get a no, but if you're not really fretting it and you just like, I'm just going in here and you don't care. That's when you have no, no, you don't, you don't have that boundary of a negative thought. That negative thought doesn't reach you because you're just going, I don't care. I'm just going to go ahead and ask. If they say yes, they say no, I ask. And then, oh, they say, yeah, okay. And it's just that cool. <laughs> you're not sweating it. You're not trying to, like, oh my God, what if they say no? Oh, yeah. what if they, you know, that was not even a thought. It's like either yes or no, it's going to be a 50 50 chance. So it's a cool. I mean, sometimes I play around with it. I don't do it all the time, not sure, but that was one of those times. But a few times, like when I do it, it's like, hey, I should be yeah. in this one every day, you know, winning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and it just reminds me of just how much of a personal growth journey being an entrepreneur is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, uh, I know for myself, overthinking things, doing too many things myself, not including uh, uh, other people in the business or just asking, right, just asking for things and not making it such a big deal. I remember how heavy the phone was, uh, you know, the first phone calls I had to make. Uh, and then and then today, like if I look at the growth over the last uh, almost 30 years, since I started my first business, uh, it's been an amazing journey and so much to learn. And we've talked about that some of that here today. And so much of what I've learned is in books. 
Mm-hmm. And I've read a lot of books. In fact, I'm not so much a good reader of books, but I'm a good listener of books. Audible has changed the game for me, uh, right? Where I listen to audiobooks now, and I've probably consumed, I don't know, almost 60 books in the last two and a half years, which is wow. amazing because leading up all my years before that, I don't think I read that many books. I had them on my bookshelf, but <laughs> but, but I'm not as good as a reader. But Audible uh, changed... Uh, the way I learn, but so much great information uh, is in those books. So I want to ask you, and I ask this of all of my guests, if you were to recommend a book to our listeners as the go-to must-read book, which one would you recommend? I would say my favorite book I tell anybody to read is going to be The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Find this book. Don't borrow it. Don't share it. Buy the book. And the best part about it it's more. It's the most conversational book I've ever read. Not only read it, but have a pad with you and follow what he says. By the time you finish the end of that book, you have a, a beautiful outline within that book. One of the things I learned, as in, oftentimes I'm watching commercials, he breaks down the difference between a, a product, was it product and the product and the offering? I can't remember what it was, but he tells you when you're reading something or watching something, what is the product and what is it selling you? And sometimes you think you get it twisted what they're really selling. Like, like I kind of like, I look at commercial with, with perfume. I've been trying to figure out these per- perfume commercials. What are they selling me with Julia Roberts? Freedom, beauty, release, whatever. What are they really selling? It's the filling, not the actual perfume. They're selling me something totally different. So I love that part of the book where it kind of got me thinking about my product. What am I selling? What is the actual product? And what am I really selling? You know, so it's a great read. And by the time you finish it, you're going to have a whole outline. And it's really a most simplistic read I ever had. So check that out. The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. I love it. You know, it's one of the very first business books that I read. Not the first, but it was definitely in the first five. Uh, And it was a game changer for me because the, you know, just what I remember so much about that and this and, and it ties in very nicely with the theme of the show, which is partnerships and collaboration and not doing everything yourself, because that book there really shines light on what happens when you try to be everything in your business to be what it means to really be a solopreneur and where that leads and then how you can actually avoid some of the pain of doing everything yourself by letting other people in, having systems, uh, collaborating, partnering with others, which I, which is all huge. So I love that recommendation. And, you know, one of the things that we're doing, CF, is we're taking the, the clips of these recommendations and we're going to eventually do a clip show where it's just all book recommendations. Oh, so, nice. so there's probably going to be like a, uh, a show within a show here. <laughs> nice. With all of that. And uh, it, and I don't even know, out of all of our guests yet, I don't know if anyone else has recommended that book yet. Uh, we've had very good fortune with this so far where almost everyone has recommended a different book, right? That's and nice. It, and so, yeah, it's really, really cool. So it's kind of turning out that way. So thanks for your recommendation. I love that book also. And uh, we're going to put links to that in the show notes and everything here. So we recommend other people check it out. And so uh, thank you for sharing that. Well, you know, this has been uh, an amazing journey so far with this interview. And I love everything you've shared. And this whole idea of getting on Roku and distributing video content through Roku is is an amazing idea. 
And uh, we want to give people an opportunity to connect with you uh, to do that. So all the links are right here beneath this video and uh, in the show notes of the podcast. So you can connect with CF and uh, CF, let them know, like, what's the next step? So so when they click the link to go and connect with you that we're going to put there, uh, what should they do next? What's the what's the best next step? Well, they want to connect in, in terms of being part of um, partnering with me in a positive way. Um, we have an ambassador program. If you find a link below, it's ambassador.idefinetv.com. And pretty much in a nutshell, you get a form to fill that form out and to fill that out and you'll get um, you get a response back to have a one-on-one because we are partnering. Um, my goal, I've learned over the years that it is a responsibility when it comes to having partnerships and doing affiliates and all that kind of stuff. And we make it, make it a win-win and we make sure that we can collaborate in a way that's going to be beneficial for both parties. So I want to connect with people. So I want to learn and see not only just doing a sense of exchanging money in some way, but it's a way we can collaborate in different ways. So you fill a form out, we connect and we go from there. But that's the next thing is to fill it out. And then definitely if you have any um, social media, connect with me on social media so we can collaborate in different ways of learning more. Because I'm a person of, at this point, we can be on social media so much and we hoard so much information from others and but we don't get to know people enough. And the more we know about people, the more I can help because you just never know. You say one thing that somebody says, never heard of X, Y, and Z and someone mentions it to you. And all of a sudden, it comes out of nowhere. Someone just mentioned that. Let me collect the two. So I want to connect with people and have some quality connections when it comes to partnering. So feel free to visit and invite you to fill out the form on ambassadorideftv.com. Um, you'll get more information as well once you fill that form out. You'll get a complete layout of how it works. That's great. And we highly encourage that you do. And to make this one step better, if you do click the link and connect with CF, uh, and you come back and tell us about your experience uh, and let us know uh, and and we'll we'll ask you like, hey, like what what was what was all about? We'll know if you really did it or you didn't. But if you do that uh, and you contact us back, we're gonna send you a free gift. and uh, and so we want to incentivize. That's how much we believe in uh, what uh, you're doing, and we want to really, make this a way to uh, connect the dots, the business owners who really need this help and what you can do for them CF, which is yeah. amazing. And so so we highly encourage people to do that. And I want to hear all about your experience. Like, uh, what was it like uh, and how did CF help you? Uh, and we want to, you know, compile those stories over the next year and let's see uh, how many amazing stories we can, uh, we, we can create with that. So, um, so I highly recommend Click that link, make take that next step. And uh, so as we bring this episode to a close, CF, I just want to thank you so much for being so open and forthcoming with your information about Roku. It's not something that you really hear people talking about. And I think that's what I love about it the most. It's not where all the other masses are and everyone else is talking about. It's one of those things that can be a game changer and it's a little known thing. And 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 we've helped spread the word about it here today. So thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been fun and it's been entertaining at the same time. And you asked some great questions, some really great questions that had me thinking. So I appreciate you for having me today. Oh, great. Well, it's my been my honor and privilege to do so. So as we bring this episode in for a landing, uh, if you were to leave our audience with just one final piece of advice or words of wisdom, uh, what would you share with them? Hmm. 
I would say, like you stated, if they ever desire to be on television or create videos for television, I say, like you say, don't think too hard about it, but just get some support. If you had desire, just ask. And it may not be today, but at least ask to learn what the process may be to get to that point and learn the ins and outs just for yourself, not to do it for yourself, so you can put it in on the path to getting it done because and learning that it's really attainable to do these days. The game has changed. So just ask, and I'm here to help in any way possible. If you have any thoughts or ideas that came to mind during our conversation today, just reach out and ask, and I'll do my very best to help you. That's great. Thank you so much, CF. Great words to end this episode by. Uh, thank you again for all that you've shared. Thank you to my audience for listening in. And you got all the way to the end now. All you need to do is click that link and connect with CF and see how she can help you uh, get onto Roku and distribute your video content in a whole new way that you never realized that you could. This whole idea of streaming TV, uh, still people are trying to unpack that, and CF has done that. So, so uh, thank you to everybody. And in the meantime, keep moving forward on your business and your big dreams. Never, ever give up on those things. They're, you're just one partnership away from overcoming any obstacle that stands in your way. And we highly encourage you to look for those partnerships and collaborations. And in the meantime, come back and check out one of our next episodes. Uh, I've been Chuck Anderson for this collaboration show, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.